You're listening to LynxCast, a music podcast that showcases students, alumni, and faculty from the University of Colorado at Denver's College of Arts and Media and Department of Music and Entertainment Industry Studies. Hi, I'm Sydney Yanez. I go by Sydney Jade on all my music, and I am a singer-songwriter. Welcome, Sydney, to MEIS LynxCast. It's so great to see you and, and share your music today. Um, you're a junior singer-songwriter major. Could you tell us what brought you to CU Denver? Um, it was the music program <laughs> that brought me to CU Denver. Uh, when I was looking at colleges, I was looking at any that had the kind of music program that I wanted, which was uh, something songwriting was a bonus. I mean, because very few schools had a songwriting program, uh, but it was the like contemporary aspect that I really wanted. Um, to learn like anything from like jazz to pop and rock and um r&b like anything like that um so that's the big reason why i chose cu denver was because of uh the college of arts and media and the music program that's fantastic uh we're really glad that you chose cu denver cam and meis it's wonderful to have you here thank you so you have your junior showcase coming up junior recital coming up you're a singer songwriter major and it's actually coming up saturday we're recording this in the spring um middle of april where are we (laughs) end of april yeah i'm on sabbatical (laughs) i've lost track of time completely but your your recital is coming up this saturday and that recital is going to feature how many songs of yours uh seven original songs uh along with a few covers right and today we're going to listen to three of your original songs that are from an ep that you have coming out and these songs are also going to be on your recital the first one i want to listen to is called flowers Mm -hmm. so let's listen to that and then we'll talk about it afterwards okay okay flowers in the pockets of my jeans I have them from the last time you gave them to me now it's all I have left from the time that we spent and I'm trying to move on but all I want is to hold on I'm better off without you Trying to breathe but nothing else compares to you And I know that it's dumb thinking you were the one And I should give my heart a break But why can't I see that I'm in love 
Wonderful, Sydney. Um, so tell me about this this song. Um, first of all, tell me about the you know the the song in general, just the writing process, and then we'll talk about the production of it because a student, another MEIS student, is actually producing this for you. Yeah. So um, this song I wrote almost three years ago. Uh, it was that summer of uh when everyone started going into quarantine you know covid um and i did i had all these plans of like songwriting workshops and one of them got uh they all got canceled except for one they went like did it virtually (laughs) through zoom um so i wrote this during like that workshop i um i was just like messing around on the ukulele i um you know was trying to create like a positive message out of something like out of a bad situation I guess um so that's kind of why I have the line uh why can't I see that I'm enough for me and I'm enough for me kind of became the hook line of the song that I decided to go with yeah that's excellent um and and who produced this for you so that makes uh Jacob Montano produce that Jacob's one of our current students I think he's a sophomore or junior and um, could you tell us about the other fellow musicians and students who are playing on this? Uh, so for drums, we have Nick Shell. Yeah, we love Nick. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have uh, Keys, which is Kevin Spence. And then we have a four-part string quartet, but uh, there's three players. So Dylan Deckard uh, is playing violin, like one and two parts. Um, Lauren Podgen is playing viola, and then Caitlin Talty is playing cello. That's so great that you used um, the string players as well. Um, I was going to ask you, that was one of the first things when I heard the song that came to mind was, I thought, wow, that's a really good, that's a really convincing string patch, but it's actually, <laughs> it was actually real musicians, yeah. and they're actually MEIS students playing. I just love this. How wonderful yes. is that? Everyone who we got to play on it was all MEIS students, which I love. Oh, that's and great. Just the fact that they're all like live instruments, especially the strings, and that they sound so amazing. Um, it really just, sounds great, yeah. I was like so excited. It's wonderful. So, Sydney, tell me about the impact that being a student at CU Denver and MEIS has had on your art and on, you know, just maybe your life in general. Um. Being as, uh, like a part of MEIS, you know, going to CU Denver, it's definitely uh, gotten me to work with other like musicians. Before I never really, even like freshman year uh, 
in college, I never really worked with other musicians. Mm -hmm. I was more like, oh, I'm just going to stay solo. Like, that's what I'm comfortable with. That's what I want to do. But especially this year after getting back from COVID and being in person again, I've definitely, it changed my mindset to where I want to do more. I want to be able to work with other people. Um, And it's been great networking and also experience getting help from others. So. You were in my performance practice ensemble. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of bands come out of that ensemble. The ensemble has mm-hmm. about 50 students, and we end up just, it's kind of a free-for-all as far as who works with who. I don't really dictate a lot in that class. That's what I've learned is just to kind of hands off. Um, I get involved a little bit, but I just love to see what just happens organically in that class. And I have a sense that you met a lot of the musicians that you were that you're working with on the EP through that class or was it just through other classes and I mean through that class and yeah through other classes too um I've definitely been thinking about taking that class again because it got cut off halfway because of COVID so oh that's um, right you were that semester I was that class yeah oh my gosh so, I feel so um, yeah yeah <laughs> I mean I I had a great time during the time that we had and I've heard so much uh like positive feedback on like your class um you know the performance uh practice ensemble and how much people love being able to have that time to like work with others so yeah it's all about that whole class the class is pretty much just networking that's what Mm -hmm. it is yeah that's great all right let's um let's go ahead and listen to the second song it's called seasons change yeah and this is also on the ep we'll listen to it and then we'll talk about it afterwards Yo 
Oh, I like that, Sydney. Tell us about what we heard. So that was uh, Seasons Change. It was a co-write song that I wrote in singer-songwriter ensemble, uh, like, uh, sophomore year, I think, mm-hmm. last year. Um, and we I ca- we kind of wrote that song off of Seasons Changing, <laughs> um, but... <laughs> More like, uh, you know, how relationships change along with them. And it can be sad, you know, as time moves on. Um, And obviously things are meant to change. And yeah, I mean, just like my favorite part is, uh, you know, as the green leaves change to yellow, tell me you heard the echo of Mother Nature's change of the season. So that's just like, I don't know, I feel like sums up the whole like song and just life. (laughs) Yeah, those are great lyrics. Who is the co-writer? Um, Asia. Those co-writing assignments are really great, aren't they? They're very challenging. Yeah, definitely. Are you randomly paired up with other co-writers? We were. Yeah, that makes it extremely challenging, doesn't it? <laughs> it's so yeah. good for you to to be in those kind of situations, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I definitely, the co-writes that I've been in, which have been a few throughout the years, um, have just been like throwing two people together and just Mm. with similar um songwriting uh like aspects but (laughs) you kind of just get thrown in with someone and you don't know how it's going to turn out (laughs) yeah exactly that's kind of the challenge and the fun of it at the same time in a collaborative situation Mm -hmm. isn't it definitely i feel i also it helps me though like bounce ideas like to have someone to bounce ideas off us off of almost like when I'm co-writing I typically try not to hold anything back because something I may think sounds like stupid or dumb or something may like evolve into um like a great song lyric or I don't know right that's such a good attitude about the collaborative process it's Mm -hmm. you know such a positive way of looking at it it's so different when you're working with another you know, writer, and it's almost like you have to apply a different filter when you're doing that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's certainly not easy. I think it's one of the hardest things, and it involves a lot of trust when you are working with someone else creatively, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the last piece, I wanted to tell you that I love the folky sound of it, and I like the really, the pureness in your voice, and it sounds very throwback-ish to me, like, um... (laughs) Like a 60s, 70s folk song, folk artist. I really like that. There's a little country, little bit of that in there too. But I just like how um, how kind of honest and pure it is, and not you know overdone and pretentious. There's Mm -hmm. something I think this is with all the music that I've that we're listening to today. I would have to say that that's something I really that makes such a big impression on me about you is. And you as a person, I've had you in a couple of classes, just a very honest, straightforward, um, kind person. And that comes through in your music for sure. Thank you. It's actually kind of funny. I never, playing with a band almost like makes my music sound different, I guess, like Mm -hmm. genre wise too. And I never would have thought that that would have happened. And at first, not that I was fighting it, but like having other people listen to it and say that like out loud, like, oh, it sounds kind of folkish or like maybe a little bit of country. Yeah. I was like, oh no, really? But um, <laughs> I mean, it's something that I'm like, I'm embracing it now. 
Yeah, um, no, right. It's just, it's this stage in my, like, songwriting life. My music can definitely change in the future if I want it to, so. Right. And also, those things um, are production choices. If Jacob's mm-hmm. doing all the production on these, yeah. sometimes producers decide this, because the song could go in a lot of different directions, and, you know. It can. Right. Um, who did backgrounds on the last piece, by the way? That was Lauren Podgen again. Yeah, Lauren's mm-hmm. sounding really nice on all. Back- yeah. the, the background arrangement was really good i love what she did she we basically like i asked her if she would be willing to do background vocals because i knew her as this like singer and mm-hmm. like songwriter yeah. before i asked her so i knew how amazing her voice was and she agreed and she came in and we just let her do like experimenting and whatever she wanted so um really cool i love that process with her and we actually also have jacob montano on bass in this one i figured that was jacob yeah nice Mm -hmm. that's so cool so the next song we're gonna listen to is called mistakes um do you want to tell me about it before or should we talk about it afterwards yeah i can uh talk to you about that sure uh, (laughs) go ahead so uh yeah so mistakes i this was like a song that changed so much just where like the lyric i think like songwriting uh aspect of it um i had like different versions of it over the years but this one's about um someone i was in a relationship with and you you know you have those people where you're like oh it was a mistake to like fall for you (laughs) Um, yeah like i shouldn't have done that like um but it also i mean i think it for me, like, I come out of that thinking it builds character and it shows me what I actually do want in relationships, which is kind of nice. Um, right. I love that I can get music out of that. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, this, I mean, the song was kind of just, just about uh, someone I gave my heart to and I thought that I was going to have a future with them and then I, it didn't happen and, you know, I thought, oh, maybe, maybe it was a mistake to do that, so... Okay, let's listen to this one.
in it for the long run, but everything came undone. And I keep thinking of what could be. All the plans made between you and me. Dreaming of the first, the smell. Nice, I love that. Good job. And again, um, that's another one that Jacob produced. Yep. On the EP. Mm-hmm. That was mistakes. Yeah. You know, I I like your perspective. What what you were talking about before the song started, and that even failed relationships have value to us, mm-hmm. as far as you know, growth, and that we wouldn't be the person who we are without them. I needed to go through that. To get to where I am today, and yeah. that's such a good perspective. I like that. It's a good message. Thank you. I mean, I try to put that into all of my music. I think. <laughs> I want to end with the question that I ask all the students, and that is: if is there one thing, one fun fact about yourself that you could tell us that maybe a lot of people don't know, maybe your peers don't know, or your friends don't know, or or people might be surprised to find out. Let's see. Uh. The first instrument that I ever learned was trumpet. Ooh, that's a good one. I would say that's a fun fact. <laughs> but uh, it was actually, it was a cornet. So I yeah. called it the mini trumpet because <laughs> nice. I was so small that I could not <laughs> carry the actual, like, a regular size trumpet case. Oh my God. How old were you when you were playing it? Uh, I was in fifth grade. Oh, I, I was that's, a small child. That's cute. <laughs> You were too. You were too little to carry the trumpet case, so you had to carry the coronet instead. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, this coronet will fit you more." I was like, "Okay," Um, but it's funny because I've actually like one of my favorite artists I found because I played like the coronet. It's a Chuck Mangione. You? Oh my God! There is no way. There is no way that you like Chuck Mangione. I do. Drew, Drew Morell and I were having a conversation about how, as jazz musicians, we were kind of conditioned to think, oh, that's pop jazz and it sucks. It's like the Kenny G of trumpet. But in <laughs> fact, this is, I'm not joking, like a week ago, he and I were texting each other about how great and how badass Chuck Mangione was. When you, now that we have time and distance and we're mm-hmm. old and smart, we look back and go, like, whoa, those are really good solos and really nice songs. And we were talking That's about so the funny. killer guitar solo in his most famous song called, what is it called? Feel So Good or something? Mm-hmm. What's, yeah, Feel right? So Good. I think that's this what it is. This burning, like, L.A. guitarist just destroying this solo. And Chuck sounded killer on it, too. But that's so great. That That's so random. That's such a funny coincidence. That's really cool. <laughs> Well, Sydney, it's been great having you on today. I love your music. Oh, thank you. And I wish you nothing but success on your junior recital coming up on Saturday at the Emanuel Gallery, which is such a great 
performance venue. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad that people are using that space. It's so, it's like the perfect size. It's intimate, you know, it's on campus and kind of funky and cool. And I wish I was in town to uh, to be there. So I hope you can get a good uh, recording of it or video or something. Yeah. Thank you so much. I yeah, I'm definitely going to try to get some videos of it. So I will let you know if All I right. do. All right. Yeah, take care. This has been a blast. Thanks. You've been listening to Linkscast, produced by Associate Professor Paul Musso. For more information about the College of Arts and Media, visit us at artsandmedia.ucdenver.edu. I'm Brett Magnovitz. Thanks for listening.